Michael. I was born in 1935 in Pilton, where the festival is still held. Not at Worthy Farm, though, just down the road, in a house that's still there. My mother and father met playing tennis at Cranmore in 1934. My mother came from Penge, on the outskirts of London, and my father was a Somerset farmer who also happened to be a preacher. My mother was a city girl at heart, but that didn't stop them falling in love, and they actually ended up conceiving me before they were married. That was a hell of a thing, <laughs> not least because of my father being a preacher. He had to swear on the Bible to the superintendent minister that they hadn't had me out of wedlock. Luckily, he didn't mind telling a few fibs, my old man. We moved to Worthy Farm in 1944, which my father shared with his brother. My father would milk the cows by hand, and our only transport was horse and cart. My childhood was a very happy one, and I had a secure life, although I think I was quite a shy child, possibly because I stammered quite a lot. Methodism was a big part of our family life. There was no questioning whether there was a God. It was accepted that that was the truth, and it had quite a big impact on me. John Wesley, who founded Methodism, essentially said that without social responsibility, there is no religion, and that's certainly been a driving force of Glastonbury. Truth is, I could have been driving around in a Ferrari by now from the proceeds of the festival, but I'd feel so guilty if we didn't use our money to do some good. Well, that's Methodism for you. I had quite a lofty education, boarding at Wells Cathedral School, which was paid for by my mother's inheritance from her father. My dad would have preferred to send me to school in Shepton, but my mother was adamant. It would be fair to say that my classmates at the cathedral school weren't generally the children of farmers. They came from some of the area's wealthier families and went on to do high-powered jobs, like my friend Bob Thompson, who ended up becoming the boss of the Royal Society of Medicine. He told me to pop in to see him if I was ever in London, so I turned up in this very grand office at 1 Wimpole Street, still very much the country boy, and asked to see Bob Thompson. The receptionist looked at me quite sternly and said, Do you mean Mr. Robert Thompson? I've always been into boats, and as a child I had a little toy motorboat that I loved. One day it went underneath a bridge, and I never found it again. I was distraught. Maybe that boat was part of why I always wanted to go to sea. My mother pushed me a bit too, saying, You don't want this farming life, do you? We used to sing Methodist hymns around the piano twice a week, and there was a picture perched on top of the piano of my mum's first cousin, who was a commander in the Royal Australian Navy. He was really good-looking in this amazing uniform. I remember thinking that I wanted to be like that chap, and years later, when I was 14, I applied to join the Navy. My mother encouraged me, and her cousin helped get me into Thames Nautical Training College, situated on HMS Worcester on the River Thames in London. I was 15 when I went there in 1950, which was quite young to leave home, and I was a bit frightened. I remember going to Bath to collect my uniform with its shiny brass buttons. I was so proud of it. On the day of my departure... 
I dressed in my uniform and went to say goodbye to my father, who was milking the cows. "'I'm off now, Daddy,' I said, and he just broke down in tears.' 